Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at sandiego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Hi everyone, just jumping in here to give you a wee snippet of Culture Vulture, our pop culture podcast. So if you want a break from the news, you should jump over and subscribe to it. Um, everyone, we have a very special dish of your bonafide favourite pop culture podcast. Because, one... It's not a solo pod, because I know you're sick of my goddamn solo pods. It's the complete opposite. Laura and I are in the same vicinity. We're in London. We're in London. Lucy arrived four hours ago. (laughs) And my friends, because I arrived, well, my friends, Liv, you all know Liv, and Tiana, who will listen to this podcast because she loves culture culture and she's so cute. They asked me what I was doing tonight, and I was like, you're going to laugh, but I'm going to record a podcast, (laughs) which is just so... So what we would do, right? It, be like, it is. It's let's, on brand. Let's get the work done. I will say, we've had a lovely dinner. We've had a beautiful dinner. We, we have had, this is Laura's dream, we've had a catch-up off mic. Oh, I've waited for this. <laughs> well, honestly, first of all, I feel like I've waited for this for weeks because you keep doing solo pods. <laughs> Which I, I still haven't brought myself to listen no, to and I don't think I can. You shouldn't. But secondly, every week we come on here and I'm never allowed to talk to Lucy not on the mic. But tonight we've had about two sweet hours. Yeah. And there's nothing left. No, there's nothing left to give you. So you will hear, this is a very, very special edition because we have got a segment with Laura's husband, Rupert, who we all know is Stanley Tucci Light, who we have been wanting to come on and do Rue's News. Since, (laughs) Since the beginning. Since the beginning of time. And he did a segment with us. This evening, and it's yeah. like the most like <laughs> under duress. I would yes. say you did it under duress. We were like, we were literally talking about hot F one drivers, and then we no, we, and then Lucy <laughs> grabbed the microphone, literally grabbed the microphone, and said, "Wait, <laughs> let me ruin our evening real quick, and let's make everything be on the mic." No, so you have that to look forward to. You really do. Um, you also have to look forward to Laura and I talking about. Some of the new things we've been doing. It feels like, I mean, we had to do a podcast because we're in the same country, which just feels crazy. But equally, we don't really know what to talk about, but I feel like there's been a lot of change. Lucy's moved countries. Yeah. I started university again. At Oxford. At Oxford. At Oxford, everyone. is crazy. And I think there's a lot of firsts going on. Yeah. There's a lot of firsts and it feels right to talk about. There is a lot of firsts. And... First of all, just to just to make us the pop culture podcast that you love, um, Taylor Swift and Beyonce got together oh, to watch right. her movie. Taylor that Sh- photo, I know, it's incredible. It's like it's iconic. What did I say on Twitter? This is my Treaty of Versailles. <laughs> like this is my like this is my Roman Empire. For some reason, it feels really weird to see. Like it's no, I agree. They don't exist in the same world. I don't. I a hundred percent agree. And do you know what it made me think of? And this is so random. Remember the song Telephone? <laughs> yes. Actually a bop. No, first of all a bop, but second of all, I just remember being like, when would you yes. see those three artists? Three? Two? Two. Two. Lady Gaga and... Who was the third? 
Lady Gaga, Who's Beyonce, the artist? and Timberland. No, <laughs> who is that for me? But I just feel like that was such a yes. meeting of worlds. And <laughs> this is my telephone. My Trinity Versailles and Laura's telephone. Yeah. I just thought, look, we should shout that out. Oh, also, um, I haven't told all of you yet, but on Monday, I'm having lunch with Pandora Sykes. Oh. And I just feel like this is the audience to tell that to because I'm such a huge fan of her. Oh. And it's just crazy. So you will get to know. That. I'm going to have a panic attack on your behalf. I know. When you told me that. I know. Oh. I know, I know. That's not why I'm in London. I'm here to see my besties. One of them's flying home and I just wouldn't have got to see it. But it just so happened. I would literally, fl- I'd fly anywhere for Pandora. A hundred percent. I would, I would fucking, can I would travel the world. With, take us with you. Yeah. Oh. Will you? Hey, can I take the mic? She's a podcaster. Oh, she loves getting things on the mic. No. Hey, like, I know this is off the record, but no. Take the Yeti. No, can't be taking the Yeti. Also, just really funny. I don't know if all of you know, but we've probably talked about this. So, Laura packed this blue Yeti, which oh. is not light, into her luggage and brought it all the way across the world. Belle packed this blue Yeti that we... Siska always gifts a blue Yeti to our podcast host. <laughs> it's a rite of passage. It's a rite of pass. And Belle packed one into her luggage, brought it across the world... I packed one into my luggage, brought it across the world, and it just feels like a funny thing that we should tell you is like, you know, when you move across the world, you do not get much luggage. No, and I think that's a really nice place to start with your moving experience, oh. Lois. Because tell us what happened to your luggage. Oh. And I feel like people are a little bit sick of it, but really quickly. So we all know that first of all, uh, my visa took ages to come, my passport got lost on the way back and delivered to the wrong city, and then... My flight on the day of one of my flights in the middle, quite a big flight, got cancelled and fucked up my travel plans. And then when I was traveling here, everyone, travel is just not the same as it used to be. Like, I had four hour layovers. I was running to each, to catch each flight because every flight was delayed. Like, it's, I don't know, when four hours isn't enough of a layover, that's crazy. You just know something's broken. And then, thank God, I had ear tags in my luggage because. My whole life got lost. Oh. All my luggage got lost on the way. That's the thing. You're not going on holiday. This was no. like, okay, I've decided these are my worldly possessions. Yes. Oh. No, you know. And like every special thing that I was bringing over, which wasn't many, but just the real special things. And like all my prescription glasses and things that cost so much. Oh. I know. So anyway, I spiraled big time. All my luggage. I turned up to Lisbon. I could see that my luggage was still in Houston. The person that checked me in, I'm not going to say companies, but they didn't stick my luggage tag. Like, you know how they stick the little luggage barcode onto the back of your boarding pass so you can track it? They were like a trainee and they didn't stick them on. Well, they gave me a boarding pass that was wrong and they gave me a new one that didn't have my stickers on. So when I got to Lisbon and I had just traveled for 30 hours and I was trying to tell them my luggage is in Houston and I was like well where's your tags and I was like I don't, I don't have, have them here's my boarding pass you can see they're not on there I didn't peel them off oh like sorry oh. and so anyway four days don't hear anything and then I post on shit you should care about is anyone like does anyone work for Houston airport that is wild I know someone in Melbourne Tegan shout out Tegan is like my cousin is a baggage handler in Houston airport I send her all the coordinates from my ear tags, like exact location. It's like midnight for them. It's like 4am for me and it's like the evening for Tegan in Melbourne. And then her cousin's friend is like driving around looking for my luggage in and out of like 
where all the planes are parked, like just driving in and out. And then he sends me a video and he's found my luggage. And I'm like, this has been like a Mission Impossible mission. And then it still takes a few days because he's obviously not allowed to just grab my luggage yeah. and like take it so on. post it himself. Yeah. I, well, I was like, can you please just take it so I know someone has it? Because yeah. if it gets back into the system, so I'm never yeah. And a lot of you were messaging me saying, hey, like... I've had ear tags and it worked really well. I just had to fly back to the airport and oh. go and look through the warehouse myself. I was like, "What, darling? I'm in Lisbon. They're in Houston. This is a long way for Lucy to have to fly." What? I know. So many people have said they've got had to go and look for them themselves. It seems like it's been a huge thing, but also just. I wonder if you could post anything on Cisco and someone would be working in that field. I know, or like, someone's cousin, or someone like, oh yeah, sure, my cousin works in the Houston airport. Like, it made me the most appreciative I've ever been what? of this platform. I know. And I feel like it's because we never use Cisco for th- personal things like that. No. And the one time we really needed it. They really pulled through. They pulled through. So so you arrive in Lisbon. Yeah. You have no luggage. No luggage. You've just moved across the world. Just moved across the world. First time. First time moving across the world. Never been to Europe. Never seen a Euro. Um, and <laughs> I'm sorry. Re- never seen. Never seen that should have been the title of the book. Never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but also we're writing a book, but you all know that surely by now. You can pre-order it in the show notes. Um, and I don't sleep because I'm so stressed about not having any of my possessions. And you all know, like, I wear a lot of color. I feel like my identity is very much wrapped up in like color. Yeah. Yeah. What, like the things that I'm not a material girl, but like I've spent years yeah. op shopping and yeah. like forming who I am. There's and, a story behind. The yeah. Reason. You know. And so. Yeah. I got there and I did not feel like myself. I couldn't sleep. I got fucking bitten by a spider or stung by something. Like and this tonight. And oh. that's another story. But I spiraled. It was fine in the end. But like everything. It was like the universe telling me not to go. Right? Yeah. I would take that as like a you, yeah. you've made the wrong decision mm-hmm. sign. And I think we were talking about this as well. But like moving from New Zealand I think is a very unique experience. Because you're quite literally as far away yep. as you can get from almost anywhere. Yes. Like people, when when I travel here and I say like, like in New Zealand, if you take a three hour flight, you get to Australia. Yeah. Whereas here you take a three hour flight, you can get to, from Lisbon to London. Lot, you can get to a lot of places. Yes. And like long haul flights are not really a thing. Like you just get so used to New Zealand to being so far away. So when you move, it's like, oh, I'm really far. Yeah. Like I, when I first got here and everything was going wrong, I was like, I couldn't go home if I wanted to. Yeah. I couldn't afford to. Yeah. I cu- I'm not getting back on a plane. I am not traveling again. Uh-huh. It really made me be like, holy fuck, travel is just not good anymore. And it's like not to scare you all off, but like I can say that because every single thing that could have gone wrong. It really did go wrong. Really did go wrong. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. But anyway, now I'm in Lisbon. Well, now I'm in London. But now I live in Lisbon. Belle and I are writing a book. We have a cute flat. It's like... It is hard. As Laura said, she cried like every day. I cried as, yeah. The newsy readers will remember. Yes. I don't think we were doing the pod when I first moved. But yeah. I found it so hard. 
and mm. I was very prepared for it. I we were as set up as we could be. We yeah. were so lucky to get a flat, have a job, like yeah. all the tech boxes. Very very fortunate in that way. But I think something about being on the other side of the world. I've talked about this as well before. I think, but like my partner Stanley Tucci Light has moved a lot in his life and is very used to that. This was my first ever big move. Yeah, and I think that also is very weird when the person you're with is like cool I'm this is easy yes you're finding it really hard that feels like quite an isolating experience yeah really similar to Belle Belle has exactly. nomaded her whole life she moved over here and was thriving and felt a sense of relief yeah. I moved over here and was like what the fuck have I left every comfort I've ever had yeah. for yeah but and like I- it will prove itself you like you leave and then it's hard and then it's really good and you're like that's why I did it well and I think for me like something and that's one of the reasons I wanted to do this tonight as well is like it, I found it really helpful to hear other people's stories. Mm. And, like, even the boring logistical stuff of, like, yes. how did you get a flat? Yes. Like, that's, for me, that was a mind-blowing thing, trying uh, to move yeah. to London. Yeah. And for a lot of people, I think, that have moved here. Was it easy for Lisbon? It, no. It was, like, so to get our visa, you had to have one-year accommodation, oh. one-year travel insurance. You had to prove that you had enough money in the bank to last you a year. Like, it was crazy. And Bella just went on, like, a flat hunting website that lots of people use in Lisbon. Luckily met a woman on WhatsApp from that website that had this cute house. It's a bit out of the city. It's in, like, a random, really local area, which we love because we don't feel like we're in expat land. We're, like, paying the local kiosk for our coffee. We're paying the local wine bar owner. Like, you know, so we feel like we're involved in the community, which we love. But she basically started talking to this woman and was like, this was in maybe... March or April was like we can't move till September most people would have just started paying I think to secure a flat but she didn't make us she was like I'll rent it out or Airbnb it out until September wow so we again you just have to hustle like yeah you have to do weird admin and like make friends with these people and just hope they'll help you yeah but having a flat when we first got there thank god so I didn't have any luggage and I didn't have a space yeah I like I think I'm pretty like brave I would have crumbled even more than I did yeah definitely but anyway so everyone I've been in Lisbon for maybe like just over three weeks um and I am feeling more settled there now and it is it is still weird like not even being being able to like eavesdrop on people you feel quite lonely because yeah obviously everyone's speaking Portuguese which is what they should be doing because like I need to learn it for them but it's been crazy. Yeah. So that's my new thing. That is a very big new thing. Laura had a new thing and we were messaging on the first day of her new thing. And this was a side to Laura that I hadn't actually seen before. We're like, because yeah, like Laura's got her shit together. Like great job, respected in like basically whatever field she does. <laughs> great podcast co-host, got a master's. Now I do not have a master's. Oh, what do you have? Like a graduate diploma. Okay, got a graduate diploma, is now at Oxford, <laughs> and we've talked about imposter syndrome on this pod before and said that it's a, basically a construct that men don't, men don't have to worry about, and women are basically told to feel it, so we spend money not feeling it. But anyway, Laura got to Oxford, and tell us about your first and I died. Yeah, I crumbled. I hate to do this to you all, but if you want to hear the rest, which I know you do, head over to Culture Vulture wherever you get your podcasts. Love you. Ready? Okay. 
Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at sandiego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.